0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the two worlds podcast i'm jake and with me as always is the hulkling to my wiccan it's casey what's up dude you know wiccan just he's he dresses wiccan cool bud (laughs) he does he has one of the most wiccan cool costumes in comics yeah like even
1: even his future self has a cool uh wiccan cool costume when he does the old uh and that oh what was that comic doctor strange like i think it's sorcerer's supreme yeah i think it is yeah it's it's pretty darn cool you know some just this is off subject and i like i don't think we should do the mad libs first anymore because like it gets me in like a stupid mood and now i'm just thinking stupid thoughts <laughs> but um pizza hut should have had like a deal set up with like dr strange so it could have been like a <laughs> doctor strange sorcerer supreme pizza just has all of the stuff all the toppings <laughs> you No, know, i mean that's not so crazy that i i wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing i i mean i wouldn't be either but it's like it's one of those if, things if that, dj
0: Khaled can have doritos fucking papa john's then pizza hut can have a doctor
1: strange pizza yeah no i mean and it's one of those things i could 100 percent see happening in like another country like how like uh hardy's and carl's jr got godzilla theme stuff in mexico but not in america for some reason it'd be like yeah in singapore you can get the doctor sorcerer supreme strange pizza and it's like <laughs> comes with everything on it and it comes in a red and blue box
0: well i mean free marketing right yeah. here
1: so marvel call us we got other ideas probably about you know pizza related comic book things
0: <laughs> um okay so we we're in a goofy mood because we did a stupid sonic mad lib on our youtube channel so if you want to hear that then go check it out i don't know if it's our best work but there's one one line in there that's pretty good so yeah. um and but... what
1: what's that that's youtube.com
0: what Uh, slash two worlds pod so um all right but now after we've been giggling for 15 minutes we have to talk about something sad um this week john ramita senior passed away which is genuinely very very sad uh absolute legend in the comics world and just a couple of things about him, uh, in case you all didn't know, um, he actually, I don't know if you knew this case, he actually started out at DC. He had some uncredited work on some like romance comics and stuff oh, like wow. that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, but then he he did some stuff for Atlas Comics, which was Marvel before it was Marvel um, I know he did. I th- I think his first Marvel cover here it is was Captain America seventy eight, which came out in nineteen fifty four. Uh, and it's a super cool cover. I always love those old cap covers a lot more than like I- anything in recent memory. Yeah. Um, but then he did like. You know how, how uh, everybody was obsessed with like Jungle Comics back then, mm-hmm. like Tarzan, stuff like that. Um. So, yeah, before he went on to Marvel proper, he did that work for DC. He did uh, that stuff for Atlas when it was just uh, freelance for him. But then after the DC stuff uh, actually before his first DC story was even published, he uh, he got picked back up at Marvel and did Avengers number 23. Um, and then when Steve Ditko up and left Amazing Spider-Man, um, Stan decided to give the job to John Romita. And it's like I mean, he just got the two best, you know, back-to-back mm-hmm. right there for Spider-Man. Um, and then Romita had a pretty good stint on Daredevil, where he created uh, Kingpin and some other characters. So um, he then went on to create Mary Jane Watson. Um, he, I read that he based her off of some actress that I had never heard of, but... Uh, that was pretty neato and yeah after after doing mostly um you know interior cover work for marvel he went on to be a marvel comics art director which would make sense um when he was in that role some of the other characters that he helped design or create um, would be punisher wolverine uh, luke cage bullseye tigra uh, brother voodoo Um, and even designed, uh, Black Widow's costume as well. So, um, yeah. Then later on in his, uh, career, he just did various covers for stuff, including, uh, one issue of TV Guide in the early 2000s, which I thought was pretty funny. And, and he, he was also on the, uh, disbursement committee for the Hero Initiative, And uh, yeah, then he he ended up retiring. He was inducted into the Will Eisner Hall of Fame in 2002, as well as the Inkwell Awards Joe Sinnoh Hall of Fame in 2020. Uh, But yeah, very distinct art style. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know when it's a Ramita Sr., like Spider-Man cover, for instance. Um, He was just so good. It, It was... You know as far as spider-man goes it's just perfection <laughs> yeah um so yeah rest in peace john Armita senior um i mean your legacy is gonna live on forever i, I mean right up there with um you know jack kirby and, and i don't think anybody would argue that so no i mean it's like as far as spider-man
1: goes it's stanley ditko and ramita Mm -hmm. you know like that that's that's the big three for spider-man my opinion
0: yep absolutely
1: which isn't a very hot take but (laughs) no no and it's (laughs) not meant to be
0: yeah but anyway we usually uh have a little something to say about the legends that that pass away so i had to do something for mr amita as well yep all right so moving on to the news Casey and I are pretty neck and neck here, so I'll just start us off. Really quick, I will say, since if you didn't listen to the YouTube,
1: we're planning... Jake's going to go see Flash tomorrow, because we're doing this a day early. Jake's planning on seeing Flash tomorrow. I saw it Saturday. We'll have a discussion about that later on the week, hopefully. Probably just on the YouTubes, though.
0: Yep. But check the socials. We'll obviously post it there when it's up, so... Uh, and whenever we do, be sure to let us know what you think of it too. If you saw or saw it, so all right. Um, one little thing. So I didn't. I don't know if you knew this, Casey, but the Night Terrors event that's coming up is pulling a convergence slash feature state where regular titles are going to be on pause until that event is over.
1: I kind of realized today after I read um, Green Lantern, and then I was like, oh, that's what's going on. Okay, because it's like, you can see what happens next for John in
0: September. Three fucking months. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm going to read Night Terrors either way, but it's, well, I mean, now I don't have a choice, right? Yeah. But right. I think that's probably why they're doing it, so that, you know nothing else is out you gotta read night terrors if you want DC stuff yeah
1: it i think it's kind of dumb unless Mm -hmm. this is a bigger event than what i was thinking but i'm like i don't really want another big goddamn event like we've had them back to back it's like i don't know when back in my day events were a big deal you know it was like holy shit this crisis is going on now it's just like hey it's summer it's time for an event and then it's like hey it's fall it's time for an event it's winter guess what time it is it's event time <laughs> yeah. hey spring's coming up what do you think event
0: yeah let's do an event <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep i'm not cool with it i always bitched when marvel did it pretty heavily there for a while um and now, now it kind of seems like DC is taking the lead as far as pumping out these events. Yeah, and
1: I don't know. I mean, Dark Crisis kind of had some things happen in it that were kind of important, but nothing major. And then they had that one, the Lazarus Planet, that literally happened as soon as the other one was done, and that had some ramifications. But it's like, really, what you know? And then now we got this one, so
0: yeah we'll see not not cool with it but at the same time what are you gonna do
1: i'm really curious how much it's gonna actually affect the books though because it's like with at least with the only one that i know that i've seen so far that it like interrupts it's gonna be green lantern and it's like yeah we're just not gonna get a backup story but the green lantern you know it's like it looks like it's going green lanterns is going right into it so if it's like that for all of them it's not gonna be that big of a deal Mm-hmm. But if it's like something completely out of left field, I'll be like, really dumb.
0: <laughs> yep, for sure.
1: Okay, so I didn't know we were getting a Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat animated movie, but apparently we are. And Jeremy Adams wrote it, and Joel McHale is going to star in it. And it's called Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. Should be pretty fun. I like Jeremy Adams a lot. Johnny Cage is probably one of the best parts of Mortal Kombat. And Joel McHale is awesome, so no real complaints.
0: Yeah, I probably won't watch it. If I'm honest, I'm not super I, into Mortal Kombat. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I might
1: watch it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way for. It. I'm not gonna buy it if it's on Netflix, and you know, I'm like, yeah, I need something on. I might watch it, but yeah, yeah, I'm like you. I'm not. The main re- main selling point for me is Joel McHale and Jeremy Adams.
0: Sure. As it should be. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Alyssa Wong and Jan Bazaldua are going to relaunch Captain Marvel in October. So, I don't know if, if Kelly Thompson just told all that she wanted to tell. Or if they were like, wait a second, 50 issues. That's, that's 40 more issues than we normally give a series. We gotta reboot this sucker.
1: Well, I mean... I must just be. She's Kelly Thompson's done because like they could still reboot it with her still as the writer. <laughs> yeah, Marvel's sure. known to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Shang Chi by. Yeah. Oh gosh, who was it? Was it Gene? Yeah,
1: Gene Luen Yang. He did it like he had like five series. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, but uh yeah, I like Alyssa Wong. Just don't know if I care enough to check out old Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, that one's... it's If it's a slow week, and I remember, I'll probably will, because, you know, Alyssa Wong hasn't missed for me yet. I'm trying to think of a way to, like, rhyme her name with, like, a type of team. I keep going, like, I'm part of the Wong Thong, but that doesn't work. No. (laughs) I'm more in the Wong Thong, you know? Like, I'm into it. Are you
0: singing that Wong song? Ooh, there we go.
1: (laughs) I am. (laughs) So, yeah, like like it's like she's very good so it's it's hard for me not to want to at least support her cuz i've not she took that one character i have no cares about the uh i think i even i missed the book this time around but the that straight you know the 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 new one her new dc character that i don't like you know we don't From know real world yes that's the one and like i'm like i i'm into that and eh. yeah But I think I forgot, I think that came out this last week and I forgot it. So I guess I'm not that into it. (laughs) (laughs) He's just not that into you, spirit world. I mean, I'll have to pick it up this time, but it's just one of those things where I forgot about it. Okay, I got like two movie news rumors. So then, and then I have this other thing. So I'll go with the other thing first, then we'll go to that. But Batman Caped Crusaders has been described as everything Bruce Timm wanted to do in a Batman the Animated Series, but couldn't because it was on a kid's channel. And there's two realms of thought on that. Like that could be really good because he's getting his stuff out there. But then it's also like working around, you know, that type of stuff sometimes makes stuff better. Like, someone in the comments of that, we were like, hey, this might not be as good because if you remember when uh, Dick Grayson's parents died, they don't actually show the grisly death of his parents. They show the snapping and they show the audience. And that does more than showing the, and I'm like, I agree 100%. And then everyone, including myself, was pointing out, Bruce Tim was the driving force behind Barbara and Bruce getting together. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it could be really good because he does a lot of really great things, but at the same time it might get really bad. So I'm like, I'm I'm hopeful, but at the same time I'm like, oh, I don't know about this.
0: I think we should give him the benefit of the doubt. He he's done way more good than bad, but
1: it's like just again, I'm just playing devil's advocate with this. But it's also like, I wonder how much of like just being like we talk about Alan Moore. how much of it's like being reined in actually helps. You know, mm-hmm. so it might might be the same thing
0: we'll find out yep all right so ben percy announced a predator versus wolverine miniseries and what he put with that announcement on twitter i think he was like everybody is put on this world for something this is what i was put on the world for so he is very excited to write it And I feel like Casey's all in on that one. Yeah, 100%. Um, But it should be super fun. It's going to be... I mean, I
1: hope it's better than Archie versus uh, (laughs) Predator. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) That was such a fucking trip. So, I mean, it should be fun. It should be cool. Benjamin Percy, he kind of writes, like, full throttle. Like, he could write a uh, Fast and the Furious comic book, and it would be awesome. So, like, I think this is going to be about the same same quality it's gonna be good (laughs) yeah all right so i'm gonna talk about these two film related rumors and then i'll let jake finish up his last stuff uh bill skarsgard is rumored to play swamp thing which i'm not super into it personally because it's like which skarsgard is that i think he was the one that was pennywise i'm pretty sure which it's like the main reason why he worked as pennywise is because he's just fucking weird looking like he can make <laughs> weird faces <laughs> and yeah. all that stuff, and it's like Swamp Thing doesn't need that. You've seen someone with like a imposing voice, you know. I mean, like, so to me, it's like I don't know, Preston. You're listening and you love Swamp Thing. Do you like Bill Skarsgård? Let us know. Because
0: I mean, they'll probably just alter his voice, right? No matter yeah, who plays him. Yeah, but then like again, the big thing, the big selling
1: point for Scar- Bill Skarsgård, in my opinion, is you look weird, bud. I don't think I. I don't think there's anyone that's like no, no. I need his, you know, his presence or like his branding. Bloody... Yeah, presence. it's it's no, it's none of that. It's just you look weird. <laughs> like they just put him in like a, a ghillie suit, paint
0: his face. You look you know, like old Greg style. <laughs> that's all they do. <laughs> oh, dude! If they if they got no Fielding's old Greg <laughs> and called it Swamp Thing, I would be the happiest man ever. <laughs> So yeah, I I hope that's not the case, but who
1: knows? I mean, might be okay. I don't think that, I I truly don't think a Swamp Thing movie is going to make hardly any money. I know that's not the good thing to say, but, because I'm going to see it, but you know, it's just, it's like this, that's not a A tier thing to be hitching your wagon to when none of these movies have been making money here lately.
0: <laughs> well, none none of them announced are are a tier until except,
1: except for the Superman and then the Batman, Brave and the Bold,
0: right? But the, which, those aren't going to be the first ones, you know? Yeah, which is it doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: But um, speaking of the director of the Flash is going to be direct uh, for it's been confirmed that he is directing Batman, Brave and the Bold.
0: So okay,
1: I mean, like I said, that was rumored, but I was like, ah, it's been announced for sure now, so we can say that. <clears throat> and then tom cruise is being courted for a dc role is there anyone out there that you want him to play
0: really the only one that comes to mind that i think he'd do well is like captain adam but i don't think captain adam's gonna be in anything uh so i don't know i would love to see a captain adam movie but that's another one of those ones where it's like oh boy
1: let's bring up the C-tier boys for this movie to make all this sweet comic book movie money. Well, would but, you be excited if they if it were Tom Cruise, though? I mean, okay, so I used to be like, ooh, Tom Cruise, gross. Now I'm like, ah, he's fine. But I don't, like, I don't know if he'd be good for that. I think he'd be, I mean, like, had they not already cast Rick Flagg, I think he could have been good at that role. Or... I mean, honestly, he would have been a good um, Hal Jordan, I think. But the problem is, I couldn't see him doing how, like being Hal Jordan consistently. You know what I mean? I could see him 100% just getting tired of doing, you know, that stuff. He's like, wait, I don't get to actually jump from outer space. And they're like, no, it's all CG. He's like, not doing it. Not doing (laughs) this again, you know? (laughs) So it's like, you know, I don't, I think it'd have to be something where it's like a villain probably as like to kind of bolster up another movie, just that, that they're kind of unsure about that. That's way. I I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I think he'd have to be like just the, the secondary character, like Marvel likes to do sometimes.
0: Yeah. I gotcha. All right. My last bit of news, Daniel Warren Johnson announced that he's doing transformers in October and he promises suplexes so that's exciting is is it is it time that casey bought a transformers comic
1: i'm buying that i mean like <laughs> i was talking about being you know singing the Alyssa wong song but i'm all up on daniel warren's johnson for sure
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah i probably but, will too yeah, yeah honestly
1: He's just—it's to the point now where it's like, yeah, I'll—I'll I'll read a Justice League book where they're animals. If you're writing it, yeah, dude, <laughs> I'll read Transformers.
0: Yeah, it helps that he's so damn nice mm-hmm. too. So, all right, man, what books did you read this week?
1: So I read Clobberin' Time, uh, number four, the Giant Cock Jew, number three. Wildcats 8, Black Panther number 1, The Nasty number 3, Green Lantern number 2, Doctor Strange number 4, and Superman Lost number 4. What about you?
0: Uh, I read Moon Knight 24, Green Lantern 2, Black Panther 1, Superman Lost 4, Doctor Strange 4, and The Nasty 3. Right on okay i'll just get started with collaborate
1: time and this is by uh with story and art by steve Scross and this is fine i mean i'm not, i don't know i'm this has just been like the disappointments of 2023 as far as comics because i was really looking forward to it i was hoping it was going to be like that other thing book that i was absolutely in love with and it's nowhere. it's Much less captivating than that. Lots of time travel stuff. Um, Fun art, though. I do enjoy the art. And there's, like, some funny moments with Doctor Doom in this. Because it's, like, the thing and Doctor Doom are teaming up this time. Because they both got taken. But they're, like, different versions of time. So like, this is a Doctor Doom from a different time period. He's a little bit older. And whatnot. And the thing destroys a bunch of stuff. And they save a watcher that was being... um, tested on by the bad guy and so the next time they're gonna be teaming up again to fight the guy and hopefully it says to be concluded so hopefully it's done i don't have to keep buying it
0: (laughs) it will be it'll be done
1: because i was i've just i got to the point where i was in too deep i had to had to keep going with it like some 41 yes exactly like some 41 i know two of their songs um (laughs)
0: It'd be funny if "In Too Deep" wasn't one of them. I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, I could. You, you know that song. I Come might, on,
1: but I don't know. Um, but no, this is probably a four out of ten. I'm gonna pull up some uh, some forty one and find out which ones which ones their songs I know while you talk about your song, not, not
0: your next okay. comic. Well, look, uh, be sure to listen to in too deep. You'll you'll know it immediately. I know the hell song for sure, and I think still waiting. Okay, that makes sense. Um, okay. Moon Knight 24. It's written by Jed McKay with art by Federico Sabatini. And it's cool. This uh this person that messes with everyone's like dreams is trying to mess with Moon Knight and give him, like, everything that, that he wants but what all of them want. So, you know, uh, Jake Lockley just gets uh, this big party where he's protecting all of his, like, streetwise friends. And then uh, Stephen Grant gets uh you know marlene and their daughter and they live happily ever after and it's just going through all this stuff and then moon knight finally breaks free of that little like dreamscape and finds the dude doing it uh but he's been too gravely injured and uh, he doesn't make it and then right before he dies though he gives the name of the guy that hired him to mess with his dreams and everybody else's dreams, so Moon Knight is gonna go after him in uh, the final issue of the series. At least it's gonna be oversized. That's good because it's like, eh, I don't really want like one issue for this, you know, the the finale villain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I trust Jen McKay at this point. Um, so it was cool. I like this a lot. The art really, really good, as always. So, um, uh, you know, give it a 9 out of 10. Right
1: on, dude. It's still so weird to me because this that seems like a... um Kind of like a darling book for Marvel right now. Where, like, everyone seems to love it. I don't know how well it's selling. I've not looked at the numbers, but... It's selling very well. Yeah, so, I mean, you'd think they'd want to keep it going so like I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like end of the end of the main arc new one coming you know two I weeks so. I, yeah it just doesn't make any sense otherwise
0: okay so
1: the ki- giant cock almost said the giant ki- jock jewel, but <laughs> <laughs> my brain's not working uh issue three by gary duggan and scott uh coblish on or kobish on the art and uh yeah, this is... Uh, I think this might be the last issue. I'm really not sure by the way it goes, but... It is. Yeah, he fights the monster, and then you know, the monster's kicking his ass, and it's got some really fun fight scenes. It's funny. Uh, the way he's, like, <laughs> so fucking dumb. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's, like, he knows he's going to die, and so he's, like, take care of the girls, and then... They're like that super horny monster is either gonna sit on us shit on us or worse he's like i'm sorry for everything and then he's like putting all of the power into the forearms and he's gonna rip its dick off and he like Poof! and then turns out though he just so like while he's doing it's like i'm gonna rip his dick off you know he's like and then the monster just you get this the nice page of the monster just coming like he is just <laughs> giving it giving it a five knuckle <laughs> shuffle and and it like it just busts everywhere then it's just like oh that was awesome and then it just leaves and then like he's just like and the dude like he, didn- he couldn't see anything he put all the power in the forearms of the month you know of his max so he just thinks he killed it and like there's cum everywhere and he's like oh, this monster it-, it bleeds weird and then they're like the wife was <laughs> she's like i don't know what you thought you were doing and he's like (laughs) fighting it well you sure worked it's back okay okay let me just enjoy this moment please like well you wouldn't be the be the only one that did believe you me that was one happy monster that was the most epic tug job anyone's ever seen he's like i get it you were getting your ass beat like a drum and then bam out of nowhere you drop a hoboken high five on him to end the match he's like please glenn not in front of the girls like we saw daddy they're gonna be teaching this at school dad And so then it goes like this after. After they, the you know, giant cock juice swimming away and it lets out this roar. And they're like, if we could translate what it was saying, it was saying, you know, it's song. It was saying something like this. Hey, those assholes on the surface made a sweet sex robot. <laughs> little, three more horny monsters show up at the end. <laughs>
0: Dude, what the fuck is that book? <laughs>
1: about a giant horny monster then it ends with uh oh gary duggan and um fucking uh scott and they're both fucking having to clean up all the giant monster jizz and they're like (laughs) like where's joe and hi-fi they said no comics they'll break your heart but not if we break comics heart first that's not how it works but whatever i think i'm ready to draw a serious comic next yeah cool maybe an ongoing from image in 2023 sounds good <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun this is like like i said is i clearly had a good time reading it um i'm gonna go nine out of ten fun time
0: nice.
1: it's exactly what you expect from this book
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude it's funny a guy came into the shop and it it was after the first issue came out and i think it was the week that the second issue came out he was like Hey, it's like, I I read this first one and it was kind of just a big monster, like fucking stuff. He's like, you think that that was just a first issue thing? And I was like, no, man, I think that's going to be like an all three issues thing. It's like, hmm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like He just grabs three copies. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I think I just got
1: our mutuals, by the way oh okay i i just picture like it'd be like that episode of rick and morty whenever he's like talking about the sex doll he's like oh this this doll seems pretty cool <laughs> he's like <laughs> this guy's like so um what's this book about and you're like oh it's a giant monster that fucks the building He's like hmm that sounds kind of weird
0: <laughs> you, you don't have to you don't have to do that man <laughs> he's like
1: i i guess i'll pick up eight issues Do you have any variants? Like, it's weird. It's dumb. I hate it. But, like, you got any extras? Got that incentive? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, random patron of comic headquarters that we're making fun of. (laughs) But uh, I got Wildcats number eight next. And this is by Rosenberg. And I'm going to try to find all of the creatives. I hate how DC does that. Just get it on the same thing uh but yeah it's matthew rosenberg with danny kim and michelle bandini on the art art's really good in this issue we get two separate arts you know art things because it's going between different worlds um stuff going on with the main world where they're trying to figure out you know crap going on with marlo and stuff and then the second world where grifter's at dealing with these robots and all that stuff it's really good uh maybe because like i had just tried to read one of the books that we're about to talk about next that i was really like this one because it was so much better than that one and you know but this book has just been nothing but entertaining throughout um yeah like zealots here in the uh alternate world too and her and cole cash kind of had a had a thing in that one and yeah it's just really good And we also get a uh like one thing that Rosenberg's really good at is bringing up like characters that have been like prominent in other books and we haven't seen in a while. You know, he did that a lot with that uh, one book with Red Hood that we both enjoyed. Oh, what was that one called? Like on it. Task Force Z. Yeah, he was really good at that in that book. And then he brings up Court of Owls in this one. He just nice. does stuff really well. And it works. I'm very much interested. Really want to see where it goes. Like I said, the art's fantastic. I want to give this a 9 out of 10. It's a completely different 9 out of 10 than cock jewel, but still very enjoyable.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, now it's just mutual time. What order do you want to
0: do these in? Um, I'll just say the way I have it sitting here. Let's go All green right. Lantern. Black Panther, Superman, Strange, Nasty. Oh baby, okay, buddy. All right. Green Lantern number two. It's written by Jeremy Adams with art by Zermanico. You still you still feeling this book after the 100 percent dude. Yeah. You? Uh yeah. Yeah. Hal's still a douche. <laughs>
1: He is a bit of a douche, but holy shit, Zermanico! Like he's killing it. Like just yeah. to highlight a page, this one had to have been hell to draw. Like, yeah. holy
0: crap, nuggets! That's awesome. Or, dude, the last page of the of the main story, even yeah. Um, I'll say this: so Zermanico did a good bit of jeremy's like flash or maybe it was williamson's flash actually yeah either way he worked on rebirth flash i think he's just gotten so much better for this book
1: yeah no i mean i i loved him on flash too but no i i agree with you he's gotten better He and like i don't know i think i honestly think like a good measure of an artist is how well they drew draw green lantern Because it's like, there's a lot to draw and make it look good. And
0: he's doing it with this. And also, he just knocks it out of the park on Kilowog too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I liked it. It was was a good one. And, you know, I still also quite enjoy the backup. I think it's just a really fun. uh, I don't want to say like sci-fi horror but you know it's kind of
1: what they're going for yeah it's really cool my main problem with it and it's 100 a casey problem it's because phil uh philip kenney johnson who's very very good an artist montos uh he's it feels like he's just picking up where daniel thorne left off and that was like painful to read so i don't really know what was going on too well with that so that kind of hurts it for me but at the same time like i'm also the type of person who's like i want continuity so i really can't complain but yeah, I liked it. I like the way um John's written in that. I like yeah, and then that design at the end. <laughs> super yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is.
0: So, yeah, so is the uh so is the Revenant Queen.
1: Dude. Yeah. 100%. I'm I'm very much into both of these stories. I'm just glad Green Lantern is good again. Yep. It's crazy to me how much Things have changed. Like I wasn't a fan personally of Jeff Johns Green Lantern, as I've mentioned multiple times. But it's like he was selling. He was selling well enough. They had when you know they had Green Lantern. They had Green Lantern Core. They had Sinestro. They had Red Lanterns. And then even Larfleeze had a like a,
0: a mini book plus oh. Emerald Warriors and uh, the Core. And I said Core. I didn't there know. there was still another one. Uh, Emerald Knights and something else, they,
1: they made one where it was Green Warriors, right? Or something I, like that. I don't remember because, like, it when Rebirth happened, then they had a different green, you know, they had the Green Lantern and then they had Green Lanterns and all that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And one was really bad that that was the one that had,
0: um, Selzman and
1: Jessica, yeah. And I read, tried to read that one, that one was fucking rough
0: because <laughs> it was the same Humphreys book,
1: yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay so oh wait next, what do you rate it oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go nine again I, i'm tossing out a bunch of nines but i i really really like this the art's great the story's good like i said ha- like i don't like the one thing i didn't like about it same thing as last time is there still a bit of a jumping around i hate storytelling like that i think it works better for this one because we're you know like We kind of need to kind of see what's going on, but I just hate having and be like, oh, yeah, here you're going to have three months of maybe seeing stuff that happens in the past that kind of tells what's happening in the present. But now the presence happened three months ago for you might even be longer than that. So that's annoying. I don't like that type of storytelling, but it
0: kind of works. I am also going to give it a nine and pick of the week. I think I enjoyed that more than anything else I read right on dude well <laughs> next up is black panther
1: by um oh here they are. here it is by eve l ewing and chris allen on the art art's really nice in this book but boy could i not be just forced to give a damn i what'd you <laughs> think
0: no i'm right there with you i was very bored it's just here's the thing. It might be a good book, but i I just wanted to try this out because Black Panther was in like a new place in his, you know, part of the the Marvel Universe. I don't really read Black Panther. I don't know who any of the supporting characters are. I don't know anything about the setting. And it's just a lot of dialogue on top of all of that. It bored the hell out of me. Yep. If you're a Black Panther fan and you know these characters and the setting, you're probably going to like it. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. No,
1: I 100% agree. I tried to get into it. I just couldn't. Like, having... And, like, with it being kind of like, oh, yeah, this is Wakanda. We're kind of super advanced and super cool. But then we're going to be trying to keep it street level. Like, that didn't work either because it was like they were trying to, like, hover in these two different realms. You can't really have both feet in either. So, it just just didn't – none of it clicked for me. I'm going to give it an incomplete because I don't feel like I can – because I really just kind of skimmed it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just could not be grasped to get into it. Yeah, yeah, I will say
0: this, though. Costume design – Amazing.
1: I will say for Black Panther, it is. But that new character, I'm assuming she's a new character that showed up at the end. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, abs on her out of this world. I need to get on her core training. But that mask is just dog
0: shit. Yeah, I think all of it is really. Um, But Black Panther is like the one shoulder cape. And the cool Panther pauldron, yeah. The throwing knives, it's cool.
1: Yeah, but in all fairness, too, with Black Panther, you can't. It's like you have to try really hard to make that costume look like shit. Yep, agreed.
0: Um, I will give it a grade. I'm a, I'm gonna say like a five because I I really don't know that it was the book's fault. I think it's I'm mostly giving myself a five. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Okay, mm. so Doctor. St- oh wait, it's your turn. It I is. Did, yep, I did. Black Panther. Uh, we've got Superman Lost number four. It's written Lost. by Priest. Huh? I thought it was Doctor Strange. No, I didn't oh. move my pile around. Okay. You're just a silly little goose. I am. Uh yep. It's written by Priest. Art by Carlo Paget Um, yeah. What do you think of this one?
1: I like it. I think it was a little too, um, I don't know, like lucky that Clark was like, oh yeah, we spent like the last, what, two issues or one issues of him getting away from that planet. Then he's just like, no, I just listened really hard and I was able to find it again in the vacuum of space. That didn't quite work for me, Mm -hmm. but I still like it. I still think this is a really good, captivating story. I'm interested in seeing, I'm like, it's another one of those ones where I'm really interested in seeing where it goes.
0: Question, do you know who was on the last page, or is that a new character?
1: I'm assuming it's just, I'll say what it was, if you don't want to know, skip ahead five seconds. It's a Green Lantern. I mean, that's all I know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, she looks cool. Yeah. uh, Yeah. This one, definitely the weakest of the series for me. Um... I don't know, a lot of talking, but, like, not in the good way.
1: <laughs> See, I I thought the talking was good because it still felt important. Like, that's one of the things with Black <laughs> Panther. A lot of that just seemed like, oh, uh, we're just going to do everything via this way, and it's not necessary. This one, at least it all felt like I didn't feel like I was, any of it was wasted space. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know. It's weird, too, having it be like, oh, he's remembering back and then it's kind of jumping around within jumping around and that's always annoying because you know it'll be like him thinking back it's day 13 and then it cuts to year five and then it'll be like him thinking back to when he goes back you know like in his in his thinking back being there he's thinking back to when he flew back to there and it's like all that stuff it's like a bit too much jumping around i don't know yeah. like like i said i don't care for that i, I prefer more linear storytelling and when you're doing like five jumping arounds in one book it's a bit annoying yep i but i'm still loving this story uh i'm gonna go with an eight out of ten it'd probably probably be a you know nine out of ten it had it been a different book because but the rest of it's been so good that it does have to get knocked down for that
0: yeah uh, i'm gonna give it like a seven i think
1: right on okay so dr strange by jed mckay and andy mcdonald um yeah dude i enjoyed this i thought it was pretty solid i like the art um there was a bit with wong that was pretty funny when they were like wait you're wong like the wong oh, that was pretty good um but yeah what'd you think
0: Uh, again man I think this is like the weakest of the series so far
1: I agree I actually do agree with that one but I think it's a necessary thing because it's kind of leading up to Mm -hmm. the big shit that's going to be hitting the fan you know Yeah.
0: yeah no I agree I mean it it wasn't bad uh the art is good but I I just none none of these four issues has been better than Clea's strange series um and I'm I'm I don't know if that's just a Jake thing, and I'm trying to get over it, or or what. But it's just not as like I'm still liking it well enough to keep reading it, but it's just not as good as that last series for me. So, uh, you know, I like it, but I'm just at a point where everything's just kind of fine. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. See, I I liked it more than you. Uh, but I've also been liking the series more than you. I think this has been pretty solid, uh, all around. And I'm really interested in seeing where it goes. This felt like it could have been an annual. Like it didn't need to be in the main the main series or it could have been backups. Like we could add each of these stories as backups instead of just having to have one issue that was just dedicated to wand, you know. yep. but otherwise, I'm into it. I'm into this series as a whole. I'm gonna go eight five.
0: and I'm at another seven. Nothing to dislike, but nothing to to write on about. yeah. Alright, and then finally, we've got uh, The Nasty, uh, number three. It's written by John Lees, with art by Adam Cahoon. So, you know, that this was just as good as any other issue, I think. Mm-hmm. There were a couple panels, I think, where the art dipped a little bit for me. Uh, but still a good premise especially we're really getting into uh and and john talked about this when he was on the show um you know people really advocating against these films and wanting them all destroyed we're finally starting to get a lot of that so you know i think that's pretty neat
1: yeah i i'll say this the art was like when it started i was like i'm not really feeling this but as the issue went on the more and more i liked it I just, It just i don't know it was like since it a hundred percent sent switch to Cahoon, it just like it didn't really work in the first couple of pages, and then I was like as it went, as the issue went on, I I loved it. Um, I loved the story itself. I thought it was funny in parts, and like just the way that they inter- You know, Thumper met um what's her name uh, Mira, mm-hmm. and like how they interacted was perfect. I thought I loved the way that Cahoon would draw stuff in the background, like. You know, when he's like chasing after him, he's friggin' tired and that was funny. And then like there's one part when the they're you know, the, the video nasties are being boycotted, and there's a person that goes and has a sign that says, I'm just happy to be here.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> and so and also, also the guy that owned the video store, you know, I thought that whole scene was funny as well. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. Like it's just this book, I, I really enjoy this one and it's so it's weird it's 100 percent just a weirdo book though and i'm digging it i'm into it i want to know what's going to happen next because i have no fucking clue um i know he probably shouldn't have laughed but the, this one part this part did make me laugh when he's like his mom's like where have you been he's like i had a great time mom i was watch, i was off watching a movie with my friend well that's a lie you don't have any friends
0: <laughs> yeah i know like very depressing
1: Made me laugh, which you know, says something about me. But <laughs> no, I love this. I'm gonna give it actually a 10 out of ten. And this will be my pick of the week.
0: And I'm at a nine. Very, very good stuff.
1: So what are you excited for in the coming weeks? Because I did not
0: since this is early, I don't know what's coming out yet. I don't I don't know offhand either. Okay. I mean the the email goes out tomorrow. So uh you know stuff, It'll yeah. Be cool. I'm excited for some comics, you know, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, I was trying to find a site real quick, but it's whatever, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go on to the Fantastic Four, which I commandeered again. Uh, I figured again because of uh, you know, John Armita Sr.'s passing, just give me your four favorite characters or covers that he worked on
1: so i'm gonna go with i I was doing some googling because i saw this so daredevil issue 16 so this is the first one we took over i love that it's It's so good and then it's uh i don't have it pulled up right away hopefully i can find it but it's the amazing spider-man cover oh here we go
0: Oh yeah, for sure,
1: incredible one. Like, uh, and then the, he did. Uh, Dad used to have that one. I'm pretty sure he sold it to you. Yeah. It would be Amazing Spider-Man 121, and the other one that I showed was. Now, what Ma- happens
0: in that, Casey? Um, a,
1: a character I think lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong. Um, yeah, but it's issue 39 of Amazing Spider-Man, and then. I'll just say the introduction to old MJ is pretty
0: darn awesome. For sure. What about you though, buddy? You went the covers route, so I'll go the characters route. Um, we'll go Kingpin, Punisher, Luke Cage, and Nova. Um, Yeah, who, who doesn't like those characters? Uh, they're all cool. They all look cool because he designed them or helped design them. Uh, you know, it's just a fucking shame. Again, rest in peace, Mister Ramita. But that does bring us to the end of the episode. Also, I'm sure Casey will will say to to comment below, but let us know your favorite John Ramita senior characters. Um, but anyway, closing plugs. If you would, go to facebook.com slash podcast, which by the way will be more active because I synced it to our Instagram because I mm-hmm. learned that that was a thing, so that's going to help immensely. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at two underscore worlds underscore PC and on Instagram at twoworldspod. You can email us at twoworldspodcast at gmail.com uh, and if you would, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's just Two Worlds Podcast over on YouTube.
1: Let's know down below who you want Tom Cruise to play in a movie. You know, be like, I want him to play fucking Pip the Troll. It's like, that's not DC. I don't care. He's short like that little freak. (laughs) I want him to do the same thing.
0: Nice. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we'd love to stay in check, guys. But Casey has to help me polish my magic stick. Bye. He means his wiener.
1: Bye, guys. (laughs)